Blog Talk Radio. You know, we serve an excellent God. And if you believe it, I want you to give him some glory right now. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what your situation may be. But our God is able to do exceeding and abundance above all that we may ask or even think. Come on and give him some glory. Let's get his attention. Marvelous Lord, your wonderful glory is sovereign and mighty. You are my God, omnipotent, powerful. You are magnificent, excellent. You are almighty God. It's time. 
He is excellent. Certainly, God is excellent. There is none like him. We can search all over and find there is none like our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. And as you know, we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. Certainly, we are glad to be here today because it is of the Lord's mercy. We are not consumed his compassion. They fail not. Great is God's faithfulness towards us. We praise God for another opportunity to be in the land of the living. For I have fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We want you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today. But we pray that each selection is a blessing to you, to you, and to you, our our listening audience. That was Tracy Neal, excellent, and certainly just a few days ago, we said so long to Tracy uh, Neal, but certainly we remember her, we remember her music ministry, and certainly uh, we remember her as being a guest here, and all that she contributed to this world and to the gospel music world, to the body of Christ. Uh, We thank God for the ministry gift of Tracy Neal, and certainly we don't ever want to forget, and that was one of her selections, excellent. And so we thank God for allowing someone to remind us certainly how excellent he is. We want you to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Tell your family, friends, neighbors to log on there. And in addition to being on Blog Talk Radio, we are syndicated, which you can listen immediately following this episode on Apple, iTunes, Spotify. We are also on social media. You can connect with Global Gospel on Facebook, Global Gospel on Twitter, and Global Gospel on Tumblr. And certainly we are also on Instagram as well. But if you go to Tumblr, Twitter, or Facebook, there's a direct link to each and every episode. All you have to do is click on the link and you can listen live or archive. Again, thank you. Please share with us. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can write Global Gospel, P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address, globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Certainly, we're looking forward to hearing from you. If you are a person that has a testimony you'd like to share, if you're an author, a musician, a writer, a singer, a community leader, an activist, an entrepreneur. Certainly the world is waiting for you. Certainly God has planted you in your position or in your situation to be a light to someone or for someone else. And certainly that God may be glorified uh, through your life, through your ministry, through your legacy, through your accomplishments, through your ups and your downs, your triumphs and your failures, knowing that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Again, thank you, Global Gospel listeners. We want to shout out our sponsors on today, MPT Enterprise. We want to shout out Melanated Beards. We want to shout out Third Lounge. We want to shout out Grandma Etta's Quilting. And certainly also to the Nationwide Black Family 
Mediation Services. We thank God for all of you, our sponsors. We salute you, and certainly we praise God for all that you do. And we encourage the listening audience to reach out to our sponsors, and certainly they will be able to uh, meet your need through their services. Certainly they are gifted, they are talented, and certainly they are using their gifts to make all of our lives a little more productive, a little better. So we thank God and we say uh, support them. We want to shout out the listening audience, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Illinois, Michigan, California, Nevada, wherever you may be. Uh, Thank God for you continuing to listen in to Global Gospel. And then we just want to shout out those that are perhaps listening around the country, around the world, because after all, this is Global Gospel. So shout out to Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Suriname, Argentina, Uruguay, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, the Republic of the Congo, Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Pakistan, the Philippines, Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, Australia, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Portugal, Spain, France, the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, and Hungary. Thank God for you, you and you, all that I called, all that I didn't call, to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Hartley family, the Furman family, the Jones family, the Odom family, the Allen family, the Bradley family, the Wilson family, the Wiggins family, the Thompson family, the Fells family, the Ugar family, the Hernandez family, the Brinson family, the Robinson family, the Carter family, the Natalie family, the Williams family, the Cox family, the Jones family, the McCoy family, the Walker family, the Bridell family, and the Locke family. We thank the Brooks family. We thank God for you, you, and you, our listening audience. Certainly, we praise God for this opportunity to share with you. We are going to go to a break, and we are going to uh, play this next selection uh, called Victorious. It is Ernest by Ernest Billups. Ernest Billups and perhaps uh, those of you in the New York area have heard of Ernest Billups and certainly I had the privilege on one night this week. I'll put it that way. I was at uh, Supper Club and Ernest Ernest Billups and the tribe of Levi was the guest and so this selection here, we always want to remember and support our local artists. Uh, we were there in Harlem, New York, USA. Victorious Ernest Billups and Tribe of Levi. Stay tuned and be blessed. We are victorious. We're conquerors. We're champions, with God we always win, we are victorious, we're conquerors, 
am victorious. How many victorious people do we have today? We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors. That means there is uh, nothing too hard for God. It may be too hard for us, but not too hard for God. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And today we are here to share with you the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. But we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. And so the gospel is here for you today, for the rich, for the poor, to the black, the white, uh, to the crippled, to the lame, to the blind, to the oppressed, to the depressed, to the suicidal to the downhearted, to the brokenhearted. The gospel is here to, for you today to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, and to set you free. Certainly, the gospel is the life, uh, the birth, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Certainly, we know that he came in the world for the purpose of dying for our sins. Through 42 generations, he came uh, to save us. To come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Today we decree and declare that we have abundant life through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is the gospel. It is the good news that frees us on today. It is the gospel that gives us our liberty on today. And so we thank God that he that the sun sets free is free indeed. And so today we encourage you to walk in freedom, to walk in liberty to walk in peace, walk in joy, walk in love, and certainly receive all the benefits of salvation. Receive all the benefits of knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And certainly we do have something uh, that we are going to share with you. And if you saw the post, you know that there is a scripture coming your way in a very short time. And so... uh, with that being said, we're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with that scripture. Amen. Stay tuned.
Amen, amen, amen. He sacrificed his life for my liberty. We took it back just a little bit for you. Just a little bit. He sacrificed his life. That's something to think about here on today. That uh, And for that reason, we are to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. It's reasonable. It's not anything extra. It's something that you should do. Our scripture for today can be found in the book of 1 Kings, and I'm going to start at verse 1 and read until uh, I'm going to read from the NIV version on today, the New International Version, First uh, Kings chapter 17. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord thy God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, leave here, turn eastward and hide in Kareth, in the Kareth ravine east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kareth ravine east of the Jordan and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, go at once to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath when he came When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I might, so I may have a drink as she was going to get it and bring me please a piece of bread as surely as the Lord, your God lives She replied, I don't have bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Verse 13, Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small cake of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me, and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up. jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord gives rain in the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken spoken by Elijah. The the word of the Lord spoken, spoken by Elijah. Stay tuned.
I am your shepherd. Why aren't you following me? God, our Father, we thank you for your word, for your word is true. Your words, they are spirit and they are life. Let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable unto you. We pray for healing, deliverance. We pray that someone's encouraged and set free through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. The topic for today, too young, too old. First Kings chapter 17, verse 12. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. And I like the, the King James Version says that in uh, Zarephath, there will be a woman that will sustain thee. I like the sustain thee part. But today I want to talk about too young, too old. As the second hand ticks away on the clock, as the minute and hour hands change and overlap, as the days, the weeks, the months, the years roll by, we continue the fight against the clock. Andre Kopp said to count the days as weeks, count the weeks as months, Count the months as years. It won't be long. And so as we try to remain youthful, old age will catch up with you. The only alternative is to die young. And so the seasons change. Technology changes. Politics changes. Everything changes for everybody, old and young, because change is inevitable. But we, what we see and don't say is just as real as what we see and do say. There is a difference between youth and old age. The mindset is different. The thoughts are different. The deeds are different. The actions, the goals, the itinerary, and the resume, they are all different. They cannot be compared. It is easier to contrast. The youth have more time ahead. The age have more time behind. And just to show how the difference of generations, uh, while at work, I was very appreciative of the fact that I grew up in a time we had a game called Tetris. And Tetris was about objects and shapes. And I know something happened at work. I don't have time to explain to it. But uh, that little game that was played so long ago that is now outdated, it was a foundation for problem solving. David says in Psalm 39, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and my age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. Something to think about. Then Ecclesiastes 12 and 1 says, Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come and the years approach, when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. The scriptures let us know that there is an age gap. That sometimes you may be too young 
or sometimes you may be too old. However, the generation that we live in is experiencing the fight of life. We've reached a point where every second is a matter of life and death. There is a famine in the land, not of bread and water, but of hearing the word of God. Nobody wants the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to see the truth. They don't want to live the truth. They don't want to walk the truth. When Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so no truth equals no Jesus. No wonder this is a lost world, a lost season, and a lost generation, a generation of vipers. And so many, in many ways, financially and economically, the older generation has reaped many rewards, although they had to struggle as well. But there is little to no resources for this younger current generation. The older people have security in one way, but there is no certainty for how long that security will last. I don't mean social security. I just mean security. And so what I see in the world is a rivalry between youth and old age. There is no harmonious coexistence in the land. Everybody thinks they know more than the other person. But in the text for this afternoon, we are introduced to Elijah. And I can't give you all the details of Elijah this time. I've talked about Elijah before. I can't tell you about this uh, Tishbite, but Elijah was a true prophet of God. He was called, he was anointed, he was appointed, he was chosen, and he had a relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and God gave him, Elijah, holy boldness, for he was able to declare to Ahab a representative of a wicked and godless kingdom and government that there would be no rain for a period that would last about three years. And so while dealing with his own insecurities, God fed and protected Elijah. But then God sent him to the house of a widow. His brook dried up. His place of comfort dried up. His place of familiarity dried up. And every now and then, your current situation has to dry up in order for you to be stirred and moved. And not only uh, was she a widow, but she was a widow with a child. And she and the child were poor. And I asked myself naturally, how in the world could God send you to be sustained by a poor widow with a child in the midst of famine. But God sent Elijah to the less fortunate to be sustained. God always creates a paradox to prepare for a miracle. And so we read the story about mother and child. The child, we would say, probably was too young to die. But the mother made a proclamation that she and her child would die. That was tough 
for me to swallow as a human being that they would have their last meal and die. The hopelessness of the mother, the one that birthed him, the one that uh, gave life, the one that was uh, one half of the creation of him, fell. Her hopelessness, hopelessness fell on the expectancy of the child. We have to be careful in this season that don't bleed on young people. What do I mean about that? The plight of the old is not the plight of the young. For we serve the same God, but we have different callings, we have different missions, and we have different places in time. And so Paul tells Timothy, let no man despise your youth, but be an example among the believers, because it's by your example will prove who you are. And not only prove who you are, but who you are in God. And listen, some people are going to be jealous about who you are, but still stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. There are some young folks out there that are doing all they can to live. And the older generation is doing all they can to kill them off. But coexistence is necessary according to the scripture. But first John chapter two says, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you little children, because you have ye have known the father. I have written unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you young men because ye are strong and the word of God abideth in you and ye have overcome the wicked one. We are overcomers today. We are conquerors. We are champions. Acts chapter 2 says this is coexistence still. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy and I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so the uh, mission, the goal today is for the young and the old to call on the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. 
In this hour of darkness, in our season of despair, God is calling to the young and the old. He is proclaiming salvation. He's proclaiming healing. And he's proclaiming redemption and deliverance. And so you know to need to know today that this is your not your last meal, but live. This is not the last hurrah. You have to live. Young and old have to live to fulfill the word of God through dreams and visions and prophecy. And so God, as God liveth, so shall you live. And you shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The prophet people were in a drought. They were in a famine. It was due to a national sin. And the old uh, way of saying it is that sin is the blame for it all. And so what has happened in the world is that we have missed the opportunity for plenty. And now today, don't miss it. Many are angry in their season of lack. For Jeremiah 8 and 20 says, the harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. People are angry for their lack of salvation. But we are in the hour today of missed opportunity. Now, the missed opportunity does not mean that you will die. It does not mean that it's over. But God's saying that it will rain again. But the opportunity that you miss is not coming around again the same way. You have to wait for the next opportunity if it should come. I don't know how long it will be. For that, this in this uh, particular passage of scripture, when Elijah went to Ahab, he declared there'd be no rain, no dew. It was for three, it was three years before God sent him back to Ahab. But we need to know today and believe that whatever the situation, like it was for this widow woman and the boy, that God will turn it around. For weeping may endure for a night, but it's good news today. That joy will come in the morning. The hymn writer put it this way. Beams of heaven as I go through this wilderness below. Guide my feet in peaceful ways. Turn my midnight into days. When in the darkness I would grope. Faith always sees a star of hope. And soon from all life's griefs and danger. I shall be free some. Too young, too old. That is the situation. That is the question. That is the answer. Stay tuned. God bless you.
And that was Miss Olita Adams. Our number in studio, 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800. We encourage you to call in. We have just a few minutes left. Good afternoon. God bless you. Caller, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My name is Pastor Don, Jr., CEO. I'm thankful to be here today. I'm calling from sunny Mesa, Arizona. It's over 100 degrees. It's hot out here. I'm on fire for God. I'm on fire for this broadcast. 
all the listeners out there who's like insurance. Thank you to everybody that's called into the show. Uh, I'm just excited about the wonderful movements God's making. I want to call and give you support, honor, and praise, and glory, and say keep doing your thing, brother. Well, thank you. God bless you again, uh, Pastor Don Jr., correct? Yes, CEO. Pastor Don Jr., CEO. We live in an age where people Google everything, so... Pastor Don Jr., CEO. But thank you so much. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Keep listening in yes, Arizona. Sir. All right. God bless you. All right. Uh, we have just a few more minutes. 619-924-0800. Certainly, we encourage you uh, to uh, call in if you can, if you uh, would like to uh, say something. Uh, certainly, the hour just goes by really fast sometimes and I did want to share something now we heard the hymn um, themes of heaven as I go but I found a, did a little research on it and um, certainly there is stories uh, behind hymns and certainly this is uh, written by Charles Albert Tinley and so uh, there's an article about him and a man by the name of the Reverend Carlton Young um, editor of the UN Hymnal cites African American scholars C. Eric Lincoln and Lawrence H. Mamaya in describing the social conditions of the day surrounding this hymn. And certainly I found it suited for duration um, because uh, in this situation we had a widow woman, we had a single mother, and certainly she was experiencing some struggles. And so uh, this, this, this article says that Tinley wrote songs incorporating the black folk imagery which attempted to interpret the impression of african americans face as they settled in the cities of the north an experience not essentially different from that which produced the spirituals the tinley hymns which are congregational songs admonish those who suffer the storms of life to stand fast in christ they are also addressed to helping the oppressed to survive this world. With this background, one can sing the hymn with deeper understanding. In stanza one, Tenley compares life to a wilderness below in which we grope in darkness. The biblical roots of this stanza can undoubtedly be found in the Exodus narrative that describes Israel's flight from Egypt through the wilderness and into Canaan. Interestingly, the second half of the standard switches to a New Testament image. A star of hope appears in the darkness, perhaps in connection with the Magi in Matthew 2. The refrain, refrain then clarifies who guides us through this wilderness. We may feel lost, but if Jesus leaves me, I shall get home someday. Standard 2 continues the image of light introduced by the star in the first stanza, even when the sky is clear and a day is so bright. Clouds may hide tomorrow's sun. However, Tinley notes that someday we shall behold a place where day never yields to night. The third stanza names evil or wickedness and the power of Satan directly. The phrase right may often yield to might are words of truth for any age. Then Tinley reminds the singer that even in this situation, God rules above with hands of power in the heart of love. These words are perhaps the most poetic and powerful of the entire hymn. And so uh, what we find out if you further study uh, Charles Tinley is that when he wrote 
uh, the hymns, it wasn't necessarily to be a part of the worship experience, but he imagined people uh, walking down the street and uh, humming this tune or people at work or doing their chores humming this tune. So certainly you can imagine yourself walking down the street saying to yourself, beams of heaven as I go through this wilderness below, or sitting in front of the evening news, beams of heaven. So whatever's going on today in your life, uh, don't think yourself too young. Don't think yourself too old uh, because certainly God has a place for all of us. And certainly it is about coexisting and harmony is there in the scriptures. Go back and listen and certainly um, let Jesus be your guide in everything that you do. We thank you all for listening today. Our, our special guest that uh, joined us, Pastor Don Jr., CEO in Arizona, we thank you for sharing with us in this hour. We want you to know that if there is anything that you missed in uh, perhaps in this episode, immediately following the episode, you can go back and listen because all shows are archived and certainly you can share it with someone else um, and certainly be blessed. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or right here on Block Talk Radio. Again, we thank you, thank you, thank you for our listening audience. We, uh, we are going to uh, close in prayer. And uh, we want you to meet us next Saturday, if the Lord says the same, every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the gospel, the good news. And certainly we shared with you excellent from our uh, late artist, Tracy Neal. And certainly we're going to conclude with simply uh, the song simply says Jesus. And certainly we know that there is power in the name of Jesus. And so uh, that is going to be our conclusion today. Certainly we dedicate it to her family, her friends, and the lives she affected. We pray God's blessings on your life. Uh, we pray that God give you traveling mercy, that he keeps you covered with his blood, that you continue to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Know today that you don't have to be uh, suicidal or homicidal because Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And when all else fails, you can call on the name of Jesus, for there is no other name under heaven that will save you but the name of Jesus. God bless you. Stay tuned. Jesus, here it is. You know, when Jesus steps into the building, everything has to change. And if you need him, all you have to do is call his name. For at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So whatever your situation today, all you have to do is speak that name, Jesus. I call you Jesus. That's who you are to me, Jesus. Jesus. When you step in, Jesus. Jesus. Nothing can remain the same.